Welcome to an Amoozy Bushi episode of Nightcaps at the Theater. Mm. Who are we sitting with here today? I'm Don't Get Me Wet, Don't Shine a Light on Me, but you can feed me after midnight, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Ooh, again, just so good. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, I'm Matt. If you want to see some bloodshed this October, just uh, put me onto the BK app because, <laughs> mm-hmm. God, that is a, a lesson in frustration. It is such a headache. I must have gone through the order like four times before I just put it on a, a pad and paper and ordered at the counter. I like even a know they man. had a, a BK app. Cabrera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the spookiest thing of the season, the BK app. <laughs> oh, yeah. That angry whopper. <laughs> and I'm one of those gremlins in the projection booth, Mark Zebro Jr. Mm, not the pretty one, though, right? Oh. From Gremlins too. <laughs> I think I'm more of a brain. Yeah. Actually, no, you're more of a brain. I think I'm more of a bat gremlin. Wow, I'm a brain. <laughs> well, no, that's the name. Of, that's the name of the gremlin who can talk in Gremlins Two. The new. Oh yeah, batch. I do like him. He's he's witty. I was talking about the female <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> the, the, the only survivor gremlin. <laughs> the only one left. That Bride gets laid to repopulate the gremlin race. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just get it wet. Yeah. Well, it won't be, well, that, won't be that easy. They won't be the only one getting gotcha. wet. Gotcha. <laughs> oh. uh, should we get started? Uh, I, I guess so. Now, now that, on that, now that we've uh, perked the ears of the gremlin fanfic <laughs> or slash fic audience. We can finally begin. Um, shut up, weeb. Yes. <laughs> shut up, weeb. I ain't got nothing to talk about. I I ain't got shit. I got one. Good. So I put a hold on Fire Force. Uh, I I just wasn't feeling it for uh, for this week. So Mm -hmm. I start. I started a new one, a Netflix one uh, actually, uh, called Dragon Pilot. I've seen this. This uh, this came out about a year ago. It's been recommended at the ass to me. Uh, it's basically the anime version of How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, well, that sounds right up Matt's alley since he's the, the stand for the trilogy. I do trilogy. like that. So, basic standpoint, this is also from Studio Bones. You know, they, oh, they've done okay. a whole bunch of uh, popular anime series. Wait, what have they done? I'm not familiar with the name. Well, I, there a we go. Lot. A lot. <laughs> I just know that they 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 produce a lot of so good titles. I can't I, name oh, okay. any. I don't right want to look the stupid on the podcast, but I know. Well, I just did that just by just yeah. by naming them and saying, <laughs> "Yep, I don't know." Oh, well, you caught us. We're all dumbasses. <laughs> well, well basic premise is that this uh, this girl who's part of the uh, Japanese uh, uh, Defense Force, or um, yeah, I think that's how it goes. The um, JDF. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not to be confused with the EDF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Earth Defense Force. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, man, those games are something else. Uh, she gets a promotion to this uh, this kind of like special flight uh, um, hangar or what have you, and finds out. Oh, you just you pilot dragons from inside uh, inside themselves. Okay. They they have a, a roadmap <laughs> laid out. Say, like, oh, like press on this <laughs> on their one of their organs to make them like like hmm. turn this way and stuff hmm. like that. And well, it's, but it's like they're accepting of that too. Yeah. Like they're trained, and it's they just give you like a crash course and saying that, yeah, dragons existed forever, and yeah. we just kept them secret through other different means. Oh, they're they're like we have them in the in the parades. They mm-hmm. have them in in, in the flags, mm-hmm. and as yeah. Joan Rivers would say, it's anime. Yeah. Where would we be without anime? <laughs> it does have a How to Train a Dragon vibes. It, it's very cute. I mean, it, you know, it takes some. It, it does the typical thing where it's like it takes some time for you to, for her to to get used to like flying mm-hmm. her dragon, and and they basically like the way they kind of like disguise them is that. 
they put on fighter jet like outfits. <laughs> That's kind of cute. And they I'm kinda, I'm and, they, there for that. and they basically transform into like F 15s <laughs> like and yeah and the dragon. Well, right now I'm like three episodes in. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yeah. think it's it's super cute, super fun. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? Crunchyroll. Netflix. Netflix okay. uh, exclusive. Okay. Uh, it's about twelve episodes long. Mm. Um, as of right now, I think it's I think it's just like a solid twelve. I don't think there's a second season uh, mm-hmm. anywhere. I but you were saying a solid twelve out of ten. I was like, whoa, <laughs> wow. But uh, eventually, I guess more fighter dragon pilots will come along, <laughs> and they'll pilot like different things, like cargo, like uh, crafts. Like a Barney the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. and the, you know they'll, they'll they'll be they'll be like kind of the heavy one. They'll be like the mm-hmm. the, the the rogue one, the fast one. So yeah, and like yeah. Th- this is basically the uh, what what's the main dragon in the uh, mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon? Blue eyes. Oh, no, toothless. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, right. gonna say no teeth. Yeah, to- but yeah, I so guess that's close. This no teeth. teeth no is, teeth. That's the rough translation. This is this is basically our toothless here, and uh, yeah, it's 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 actually pretty cool. I I I dig it. It's a little perverted at times, but what anime is? Ooh, make wait, love? wait, hold on. Oh, I need to hear more so, about. So far, there's one dragon, but there's there's some there's a, <laughs> there's some inappropriate groping. That yeah, I'm it's like, an anime I'm of like, the dragon. No. <laughs> well, you were talking about grabbing organs and stuff before. I'm there's a lot concerned. There's a lot of vomiting. I will say that because yeah. that's the only way these, so, these pilots are going to get out of there. So is like the full throttle the G spot of the dragon? Oh, well, the, the the topic of orgasm <laughs> does come up at one point. Why did oh, I start Lord. this monster? <laughs> but it's cute. Yeah. I, I you know it's it's got a nice op. You know it's uh I I I would say kids could watch it. Maybe depending on what uh, kids nowadays could watch. I, I think depending on like what translation you're listening to. So like there, there's there's a few different dubs of oh. it. So uh, mm. yeah, I I dig it. A few different dubs within Netflix itself. Yeah, yeah. They always, yeah. They there, always there's an English huh. one. There's a Unless French it's one. Unless kill the kill, then they don't Spanish. give you the. English oh no, I thought you meant like different yeah. English ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one that's more adult and one that's, <laughs> that's more childish. Nope. But uh, I like it. I'll mm. I'll be continue watching it. All right, shut up, weeb. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's enough out of you. <laughs> um, I finished Catherine. That's about it. Yeah, that's I mean, anime that, that, that's anime. Yeah, yeah. same. You it's know. good. I got I got, I, I got the uh, oh sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, I got the uh, Catherine uh, Catherine K true ending. The only which one that I, I accept. I love Catherine. K. I mean, that, I mean, that's like the, I would say the canon mm-hmm. ending well, because that's the one you kind of like go towards for adults. Because mm-hmm. everyone I've talked to besides you in that game favors Catherine C, and I don't get the appeal um but th- i did get the rin ending yeah so i was interested in the way it took and it was completely out of left field i, I yeah. miss i missed the route uh to to go there i guess there was one question i just kind of like used a guide i know wink, wink. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, you know, I I, I was kind of aiming for Rin mm-hmm. just because like, like I don't know what that says about me, but it just it just felt right mm. just because she seems the much more log- logical approach. Yeah, she's the only positive one in the room. <laughs> she's yeah. just playing her piano. I mean, cuz like compared to the other two, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Rin seems more logical. I mean, it doesn't Well, it, Vincent is a a douchebag, but at the same time yeah. a lovable douchebag mm-hmm. cuz I love him, but but, yeah. uh, more to say on that in the future, at a <laughs> yeah, future possibly of whatever <laughs> of podcast. Of the <laughs> yeah, no, maybe. Who knows when the movie version comes out? Well, okay. Shut up, weebs. There you okay, go. All right. All right. TV court. Bang bang goes the gavel. Anyone see any TV? I did. I did. I didn't really. Well, you start then. Okay. Well, I watched the uh, the season premiere of The Good Place, and right. it, it was on good. My notes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we t- you talked about it last time too. Well, I talk about the. This, is, does the season premiere count as the first two episodes? Because it's a part. Oh, one, part I didn't two. finish the second episode. All right. Yeah. So, I give it a mess still. 
Hmm. I mean, other seasons won me over this. I'm like, it's good. It's interesting. It still has that quick pace yeah. to it that um, is kind of like a hallmark of the movie now, of the show now. But um, I, I kind of see what you mean, see what you're saying. It felt a little light on humor, but um, we'll see. Mm. It's a shortened season, so we'll find out soon enough mm-hmm. what this all leads to. Because <laughs> there's so many places they could take but it. But that elephant made of light, though. <laughs> yeah. Is this like a two broke girl situation where it's just no, like. Don't the, compare the, the, this the, to the, two broke girls. Well, how Shut dare you? Well, obviously, those are two different branches of humor, but I'm talking Get about. Out. I'm talking about in terms of the, the comedy factor where it's like. No. Uh, we, like, like it's seasons and. and prior to these shows have no. really highlighted. I would say this is an intelligentsia show that you have to think about it and like laugh at a little yeah. bit more highbrow humor with it's, lowbrow mixed in. It's not like they're missing the attempts at humor. Yeah. It's just they have dialed it down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Because so, uh, the they're plot. dealing with some serious issues at the same time, which I get. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll still watch. Yeah. That's it for me. All right. Um, should I go? I got a lot. Go ahead. All right. Number one, I'm midway through American Gods season two, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Wow. I finished this summer. Okay. I got it on Blu-ray because, you know, I'm a Blu-ray bitch. Ooh. And it's fine. It's still pretty, but it feels like there's something missing. And I think that a someone soul. is uh, Brian Fuller. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kristen Karen Gillian. And Karen Gillian. Karen and Gillian. Kristen Chenoweth. Uh, Chenoweth. Chenoweth. <laughs> um, it's still good. It's still pretty, but not as pretty and not as good. And they're doing... Neil Gaiman's still like a producer on it, uh, overseeing the writing, adding stuff that isn't in the book. I just don't understand how this show is going to be... And now it's renewed for three seasons. I don't, oh. understand, I don't understand how this show is going to run three seasons. Like, you could have done it in two and been fine. Um, I'm still watch it. I just think there's something missing compared to season one. Definitely. Yeah. L- learn from uh, uh, God, uh, Good Omens. Learn yeah. from that. Yeah. Also a new game and property. So I, I think yeah. that's what he originally planned. I'm, but... I'm waiting for that uh, uh, Coraline-esque stop-motion mm. graveyard book movie. Mm. I, I I pray. that, that, that... Lotica Pictures graveyard <laughs> book movie. We'll all dance the macabre. Macabre. <laughs> macabre. Macabre. <laughs> macabre. <laughs> why don't you use I, that as an intro more often? I, th- I think I used it last year. I saw uh, the word in my head. I'm like, wait, no, that's going to sound bad as soon okay. as it comes out. I'm here to teach. Yeah. Um, speaking of a TV that you must watch, RuPaul's Drag Race... UK season one has premiered, and this is a gem. This is a cultural gem. I uh, subscribe to Wow Presents Plus for like I think I'm splitting it with three people, so like a dollar a month. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Wow Presents Plus. plus. It's, what? It, what? It's Wow is uh what it used to be on Logo, and then it moved to VH1, and it's still on VH1. But Wow is like RuPaul's own network, kind of, sort of. Wow. So RuPaul Plus. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, and you get to see this a week before it airs here. Uh, with the same time with the okay. UK crowd. So I splurged on it. And I think it's well worth it. This nice. season is a breath of fresh air. There's only 10 queens competing. Um, Andrew Garfield and Maisie Williams were the hosts so far. And they've got like Graham I Norton. I always forget he's British. Yeah, I know. He <laughs> is really British. Um, they did um, a hometown look. Basically where you're from in the Great Isles. And we have like an Irish queen. And we have very young queens this season. And they did a Queen Elizabeth II look. Very interesting. Um, then they had what I needed to see, Doubt and Draggy. The second oh, episode. that's good. Mm, it was very good. And a Bond Girls uh, uh, runway, nice. which was very interesting. Did anyone do Maggie Smith? Uh, yes, there nice. were plenty of Maggie Smiths. That's and awesome. there was lots of voice dubs. Um, but other than that, it's good. Uh, I will say Bag of Chips. One of the queens is named Bag of Chips. 
is the funniest shit that I've ever seen in my life. She is a national treasure. She be, is, she be, all, is she all that? And a bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so wonderful. I can't describe her enough. Like, she won the last episode. I was just here for it. And all the memes are flooding out on the internet. Nice. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another drag-based show, Dragula, is also continuing. We're in our top four after a few episodes. The episodes we missed included Medical Horror, where they dressed up as uh, kind of like Resident Evil-ish, like the nurses kind of sort of from Resident Evil. Or okay. do you, you mean uh, Silent Hill? Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. Silent Hill. Um, kind of like that vibe, and it was very good. They I got... was hoping we'd get some what are you buying no. cosplay. That would, that would be cool, though, oh. as the merchant. <laughs> oh, RE4. Yeah. yeah, the scariest thing is fitting everything in your pack in that game, though. <laughs> I never played yeah, I know. It just came out with the uh, remake, right? Yeah, yeah well, the, the eighteen thousand three. No, the HD second, remaster. Second, oh, yeah. that's, the, that's the second one. Yeah, right. No, the well, second one is the remake. The the yeah. re, the uh, remaster is four. Is four? Yeah. Well, it's been remastered about a thousand times. Get yeah. your terminology right. Yeah, I'll try. Um, one of the guest judges was Millie Shapiro from Hereditary, so they all had a ah. <laughs> off, and it was kind of funny. And she actually had uh, some witty uh, comments to. To give, and this elimination was electric shock, so they basically designed, like, a human operation game, so they have to, like, rip things out of, like, a cadaver, and when if you touch the side, you get electrocuted with, like, high voltage. Hold on, where'd they get this cadaver from? They made it, in the props department. <laughs> okay, it was kind of nice. fun. Um, grandma? <laughs> it wasn't grandma. And then uh, they had a circus slash freak show challenge this week, and the elimination included... You go if you don't staple as many staples to yourself as the other girls staple to themselves. Oh, no. And you have to staple dollars to yourself. I will oy, say oy, I oy. have stapled dollars money to, to a certain person that we... Oh, well, we, yeah, that we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what his talent, though. And he's never <laughs> it's, recovered. It's, it's, it's art. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do it. I think I would quit right there. Uh, and someone actually faints, but they get to stay. And right after that, he swallowed swords and fire yeah. right in front of me. I'm like... <laughs> no, right? What do you want me to say? I, I'm not doing that. Jesus. Uh, um, do you think this is like manufactured at all no, or you think it's I all think legit it's real. I think it's real okay yeah and you could actually see the blood they show it when you mention the fainting though it's like that could but, that's easy to play <laughs> no it's funny because this one queen is like my biggest fear is stapling myself I, I, <laughs> please don't make it stapling myself I, the challenge is to staple <laughs> yourself and she's like oh shit I, I have asked this question where it's uh, do you get scared of like when people try to staple money to you like are they gonna like get an artery it's like eh, i just could, be scared i don't who yeah. well, who's doing yeah, this does right? this happen often oh i've never walking encountered down the street, Let me staple my <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show you after uh, <laughs> off the air Ooh, uh, it's a date but i highly recommend it i think you should start with this season it's really interesting it's mm-hmm. like horror fear factor and drag all combined into one nice and i could root for them all um verging off into shit <laughs> Oh boy. American Horror Story 1984. Hey, I knew it. I love this season, though. It's not shit. It's my kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> we've got Slashdance and what was the other? True Killers. Every episode is a parody of an 80s song. Nice. Um, they killed the fat kid. Lionel from, um, um, what's its face? Dear White People is a real asshole oh, okay. this season. I don't know his name. Um, I love uh, Billy Lord. She's giving me real book smart vibes. Uh, from when she was in that Billy she, Lord Billy Lord she's like the trippy one in oh, Books yeah. that keeps popping up every right. Carrie Fisher's daughter you mean uh, Lieutenant Connix from uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi yes I well, there, there's Beanie Feldstein that's the only one I know no, I, I guess the other girl you've seen Booksmart though yeah I know Billy Lord's the one that pops up and is like guys it's oh, like, oh okay, you're yeah, here yeah. again how did you get here I yeah. jumped off a building or whatever yeah <laughs> but she's great I love her in anything and Emma Roberts is actually pretty good this season we've got the twist one 
where it's all motivated by revenge. It's still um, hinted at that this is going to be like actors filming a series and then the real show begins halfway through like they always do. Okay. But now the devil might be involved. Oh, Satan boy. himself, herself. Mm. So... I don't care, but there was another Stevie Nicks reference, and I'm like, Stevie's been on this show three times already. They love her. Good for Stevie. Um, less shit, Great British Baking Show. I have to mention it. There was Dessert Week, where they made meringue and uh, panacetta bombs, which are fun. It's like big cake bombs. And there was Festival Week, where we got our top six down to a top five, where they made Cassatelli, Sicilian sweets, ricotta chocolate and orange. Uh, they grilled a steak, which is basically the... Uh, not grilled a steak, grilled a cake. Which is basically like those, cake. Uh, those Italian cookies with like the the pink, the yellow, and the green. Oh, I that's, love those. I know. Well, I love that's them. what they made, and it's like food porn because it's a whole cake of that. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't know what this is. And everyone's is. like, oh, it's so delicious. <laughs> Just cutting up into it. And, Just give me that, and yeah. I'll be I'll be set for the rest of my life. Hold on, I'm looking this up. Uh, it's, it's a grilled cake? It's grilled cake. It's called Sarah... Borellas? No, not Sarah Borellas. It's like Sarawak. Sarawak, I think. Oh, Kerouac? Yeah, it sounds like Kerouac, like John Kerouac. <laughs> John Kerouac. Oh, okay, this Jacques. Yeah, yeah. I've it never looks like had that. this before. Yeah. That's delicious. I've never, yeah. Maybe I have. I don't know. So I would just highly recommend starting to grill our cakes because it looks pretty fucking good. And then mm. the good place, I think it's good. It could get better. I'm still gonna watch the meh place. <laughs> it's not meh. It's good. <laughs> um, but that's all my TV. Nice. Okay. Uh, finished dis- uh, disenchanted. Boring. I I I, ah. I I I sort of had high hopes from those last few episodes that yeah. I was uh, looking to uh, watch, and I just I just literally just had it on the background for the, the remainder. I'm just like whatever. That's sad. And yeah, I, it leaves off in another cliffhanger. So obviously we're gonna get another season. I think the the more people, and I guess like I'm in the um, minority. Yeah, where I just watched the show to just kind of see, eh, maybe it'll get better. Eh, maybe the next season will get better. And yeah, they're, they're, if pe- enough people keep watching. Uh, Somehow. Uh, I mean, people are still watching Simpsons, Family Guy, so yeah. it makes sense, I guess. Well, I don't know who those people are, though. <laughs> no, I don't even, I, I even know Family Guy was still even still running. Oh, yeah. Are, are, is the Cleveland show still going on? No, I think Or that, American that Dad? I think American Dad is. <sighs> Well, I yeah, applaud anyone who, who can sit through any Ooh, of there's that. There's that new animated show that we have to see on Cartoon Network that's like Primal or whatever. No, or that's going to be on uh, Adult, yeah, Adult, Adult Swim. Swim. It's, it premiered this week, uh, I think. Gendy uh, Tarakovsky's yeah. uh, uh, yeah. helping me. I who, meant to yeah. see that yesterday. But uh, I didn't. He's trying to make it bigger, I think, than uh, Rick and Morty, he said. Good. But uh, yeah, oh, no, is this uh, another Justin Roiland thing? No, 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 no. no. This, uh, so it's the guy who made Samurai Jack. And Powerpuff oh, Girls, and okay. you know a, a lot of those bigger shows from the, from like the early aughts mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this this show's supposed to be having like um, I, I, I'm going away from Disenchanted because I don't care anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't change that. Don't watch way. it. Don't watch it. Um, but you know, Primal is supposed to be like completely like no no voice. It's just yeah, it's animation. just it's basically just like a, you know in what whatever BC era or caveman so it's like Wally. Yeah, don't oh, the compare first, this to uh, Caveman the, the movie. No, Caveman the movie. Oh, you've never seen that? That's oh, one of Dad's favorites. Do you, like, mean, don't you mean like the the Meet the Crudes or whatever no, that is? Long before this time, <laughs> there was a shittier movie. <laughs> I'll teach you during Dad Week on this podcast or whatever. Oh, I like well, that. <laughs> that sounds cool. But this is basically just like a, uh, a caveman who uh, befriends a a Tyrannosaurus Ty- 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 Rex. 
And, and it's and, and the best way he described it, the, the creator, uh, uh, he says like, "Oh, it's just about a, a man and his dog." Like that's basically how how it is. That's but funny. it's supposed to be like hyper violent, hyper violent. I mean, it's uh, yeah. he's known for that kind of like no, the, bloody bit. Yeah. What well, not bloody, but like big explosions, hyper mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's there's literally no human or life death that goes on on Samurai Jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all robots that he fights basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean, that's how you get past the sensors and like there's yeah. like oil spill on They're you. Leaking oil. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that rave episode of Samurai Jack. That was one of my favorites. They just go to a rave. <laughs> yeah. They had a lot. Yeah. I, I remember the Scotsman. He was yeah. fun. Scotsman's great. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. Nice. All right, give uh, me give away from that. I watched the uh, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Ooh. I don't have the time. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I I love it. Um, I like nice. I'm pretty much where I was last time that we talked about it. Um, like a, a non amuse bouche. It was like uh, I think Ghostbusters episode, uh, um, and the production value just shows. Mm. There's just so much attention to detail that goes into it, and when they involve the kind of CGI esque stuff with, with the puppetry and everything. It, it's not distracting. I, if anything, it just helps. Uh, 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 Break it up. No, uh, I will emphasize. Well, accentuate. Elevate it. It, yeah. it 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 makes it even more like fleshed out, more real. Nice. Um, and, and and that's and that's that's given from the from the puppetry, the 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 vocal performances, and the, the, it's just it's just. Filled with people, um, the, the 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 Chamberlain character, that the the, the, the Skeksis, that <laughs> that's Simon Pegg, but it sounds just like the original voice actor. <laughs> um, I think what was it, Agra? I think that might be the original Which, woman. Yeah. Uh, I I'm not hundred percent sure. I think that's right. Uh, but uh, and and I think that's also like more of a person in a suit because there's a lot of like. Oh, well, there's oh, bloopers. Shoot. They have like a, a making of series on Netflix too. That is, that's true. I wanted to watch it right after I, I finished <laughs> it's it. Really it's really funny because like, they'll like pop out and be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> nice. Mark Hamill's there. Jason Isaacs of everything, um, uh, or, or or Lucius Malfoy more specifically. <laughs> um, Eddie Izzard's there. Oh. Um, some Vavitch, uh cast members are there too, <laughs> a, as bigger roles. We only have one. Um, uh, who's not the Skeksis, but the was it Ancients or uh, oh. the um, that four armed? Uh, uh, oh man, I'm I'm it's I'm been losing a while, me. But it's uh, it's the one that raises the Gelfling from the yeah, original movie. Yeah, Th- those yeah. those guys. Mm. So there's only one of them. I I guess that makes sense just because of how heavy they they yeah. they they went on some of the other creatures uh, for the for the show, but. Mm. Uh, I I have four episodes left. It's it's an hour long, but I like I That's I crazy. It, it deserves I know that the it. quality it, holds up. That is crazy. It deserve it deserves it. Yeah. Uh, if they if they go for a second season, which I don't know, I don't know how. I mean, it's, this is basically setting up for, for the yeah. for for the film. But it's super popular and well praised. So I think like they'll do something along the lines of it. Ooh, <laughs> one other thing. So in terms of voice, you. I, I had to like double check. There's a Skeksis in here, mm-hmm. uh, not that one, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, <laughs> uh, I I had to double check. We're like, is that? And I went to the IMDb. You know who this is? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's Do you not another name now. N- no, like oh, I I had this whole setup. And it, oh. it, it's uh, it's like, <gasps> oh my god, oh my, it's Harvey Feierstein. Harvey Feierstein's on the show. Be. 
And like, how do they get you amongst oh, all these other people? Okay, like, no, it's. It, yeah. I love it. I love. I, I just hearing his voice. Like, well, we, we killed some gelflings and we took the essence. Oh, oh my god! It's now I need great. to watch this. <laughs> One episode a day. Oh, I. This show is just. It's fantastic. Oh, oh, Mark Strong's on the show too. I, I just, I love. I just want to point out everyone, everyone. who's, who's yeah. who, 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 who's here, because mm-hmm. everyone is here. That's right. Hario, <laughs> 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 all right. So that, that I'll that, definitely give it a watch. That's uh, that that goes up for there. Uh, other one last show. I just watched one episode of mm-hmm. show you love Dairy Girls. Oh, watch the first episode. I was like, Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, I like it. Yeah. It's uh, not what I thought it was going to be. No. I thought it was going to be a little bit, maybe a little bit more raunchy, or maybe oh, a different. It gets a little bit more get, raunchy. Get, uh, yeah. a little bit more production, uh, uh, or a different side of production. Mm-hmm. Did you start uh, with season one, episode one? Because yeah. you could basically watch in any order. And I don't know if this is going to like carry an arc. I don't know if the uh, episodes are going to like Ooh. differ because it, it there involves a, a death. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that carries it, over. It doesn't because then <laughs> it's like oh. It doesn't. And I'm like, they never mention it again. Well, they but, mention it, but it's, it's not any emotional weight on the cast. Uh, I like how some characters are treated in the oh, show. Michelle, shut up, Michelle! I feel so bad for the the one boy in the oh, show. James, oh, I, I feel, love James. I feel so bad for him. Oh, the show is. The they best. treat him like, like garbage. It makes that does carry over to season two. Okay, it, it, it has a nice denouement. Like his mom yeah. just left, and it's like it's like oh she didn't tell you like grow up, James. And it's what. been renewed for season three too. So and I'm very happy. I have nice. to watch the show with subtitles. Oh, it, I don't. I I, love I, it. I have to because. These accents are so thick. You didn't grow up in the troubles. <laughs> you don't understand. I there's no way I'd be. J D Macmark, what's the matter with you? And uh, I like the setting of it too during the uh, the troubles. whole uh, the the bombings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it it's very fitting. Yeah. I think uh, it doesn't uh, so much add or detract anything. Mm-hmm. I, it, if anything, it just kind of like like gets characters to like one place or mm-hmm. next because of some X is happening. And it's such a bingeable show. It's like eight episodes, less than thirty minutes. You can watch it in a day. So right my alley. Yep. Uh I've got some some time off uh coming to me, so uh I'm gonna take a trip to dairy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that dairy, the other dairy. I might uh, I might have <laughs> I a love binge. Dairy. I might have a binge, uh, binge of a day. So mm. who knows? Alright, so that does it for T V for me. I'm done. <laughs> Alright, well I've got a nice transition into uh b- movie court. Movie phone, TV phone. Answer the call from TV phone to movie court. (laughs) I watched. uh, I guess yeah. I'll start. Thirty six movies. So we last met two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do have a few more movies than I thought, (laughs) but I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start with the most recent one I watched. El Camino. Yes, Yes, I have this down too. Breaking Bad. We all watched. I watched it this morning. Yeah. A very Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. Not to be confused with a Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. universe, yeah. I think. All right, good. So we all watched it? Yes, yes. I watched right, it I'm glad, I'm glad we could talk about it. Yep. I mean, not that much happens, quite honestly. Well, I, I, that, I think that's, that's the point. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what I loved about it, that not a lot happens. I think it's a it's a wonderful epilogue. It's a character yeah. study of it's, Jesse Pinkman. It's, um, um, it, it's unnecessary, some may say, but I think the fans and even the crew, I think Vince and his crew and the cast, they just really wanted to return the, to this world. It's a, it's a show that doesn't need to exist, but I'm so happy, or, or a movie that doesn't need to exist, and I'm yeah. so happy that it does. Definitely. It um it doesn't really leave us in a different place than where the series left off. Mm-mm. Like, you could skip the movie, uh, if you will, for whatever reason, and still be able to like hold a conversation about the entirety of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. because there's not 
really much that changes anything. But um, yeah, it's great. I like seeing the scene with his with his parents. Get some closure yeah. there. Um, yeah, this two hours flew by. Yeah, like, no, actually, for for me, it actually held pretty long. Yeah. Uh, for for good reasons, because I just yeah. I just wanted more. I just more? It, yeah. it just uh, um, it's been a while since I caught up with uh with Better Call Saul, but I just mm-hmm. I just when it comes to Vince Gilligan's like directing and writing and just like when it holds on tension like that oh, yeah. that's why you watch the show for the most part because you want to see what what's going to happen oh yeah and like early like somewhere in the middle of the movie what like you think something you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. there's a big payoff at, that yeah. towards the end of it and I'm yeah. just like oh, my god and there's so many <laughs> easter eggs like if you listen to like things on the radio and yeah. the TV I was like mm, like some like, like involving Lydia yeah I was like, like a oh, certain yeah. Lydia mm. <laughs> I, I, I love it so much. Yeah. I, it, there's just so much care that t- that w- that went into it, and it's like, was this something that he had maybe had written prior? Because I, I I hadn't read or seen any any interviews leading into it. Yeah. I, I, I I think he had the. Idea. I even yeah. I even avoided the, the trailers, like some of the things mm-hmm. that like that were highlighted, like like scenes from the movie. So. This felt like Actually, a special from the series to me, like a special episode. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it felt like just like one. Of, it felt like a fly episode to yeah. me. You know, yeah. it it it. it, it sh- I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. But the writing is so consistently fine, so yes. strong. <laughs> so fine. And um, I, I do have maybe one complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, it just involves the writing of the characters Todd and, and Lou. Mm-hmm. Lou, the uh, kind of like janitor, the flower spritzer yeah. that uh, lives in the uh, hotel Apartments or, or yeah, apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Um, like Individually, they're both very strong, but it felt like they kind of follow the same shtick of like just holding on to a conversation too long and like the other person doesn't really want to listen or loses yeah. interest and they like still stare at the person yeah so I, like yeah. i think if they spaced it out it would have gone by a little bit better or but they would have gotten a little more irritated maybe like, yeah even that because they're talking to this one old dude like and i know i'd I, be like all right i'm done well oh, I, someone's at the corner well i think i think that's uh, set up because earlier like yeah. when, when they enter the apartment and yeah. then he's, he stops him where it's like oh yeah, I talked to them earlier and blah 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 and then they shut the door in his face yeah. Yeah. and so when he comes back later that, that adds to like what they're doing mm-hmm. later on so I, yeah. I think that's I think that's right. pretty clever okay. because it's like oh like there's like I was like oh can you can you distract him it's like oh that won't be a problem because <laughs> yeah. he's just talking so and that's not just clever but that, that's also funny at the same yeah. time yeah. there's such a balance of drama and comedy when it comes mm-hmm. to this, this series yeah. I, I don't know how that happens but it's like i can merely just be like oh my god like like so gut wrenching and then we're like <laughs> like, yeah. like the fucking badger and, and skinny pete like, mm. like oh, yeah. i love them they're the best what an interesting tra- transition that was they need too. their own show they do <laughs> the badger skinny pete show yeah it'd just be like That's an it. eric andre show where they're <laughs> yeah. at a desk or whatever Boom. like it'd just be we'll be right back <laughs> the ceiling caves in on them um i will say in more summer news we just lost robert Frost. yes yeah. i saw that yeah. last yeah. night i was yeah. going crazy home crazy timing i know how did that happen he's what did they did they six i think no 78 I don't know. Did they rule a death? Like, I, yeah, cancer. I, I did Can- not get the corners. Cancer report. of yeah. the brain, I believe. Yeah. Oh my god! But he's from Twin well, like, Peaks, Jackie Brown, a lot yeah. of other things. Very good. I'm Eric glad Andre I- show. He was yeah. <laughs> he, like they literally he did just, do amazing in this special. Though, he had a hell movie. of a good send off. Yeah. Like yeah. this, this was a great yeah. note yeah. for him to uh, go mm-hmm. out on. No, no complaints there. Yeah. 
Because I was really invested in that character. I mean, oh, yeah. like, so he, good. He only like showed up for like maybe like one or two episodes. I yeah. think. Yeah, he and, wasn't like, in a we, lot. And we just in the last season, right? Yeah. And it's it's also just someone who like we like for most characters we don't have to go and go back and have a deep dive no. out of them. The same with like uh with like Joe or whoever. Like yeah. he just does it because you know it's like like he helps Jesse out because eh, why not? You know, like yeah. Yeah. I do a lot of shady shit, so I'm not gonna sell <laughs> well, you. Well not why not. Like he's nice to him, but at the same time he's like, You owe me double and I won't give you anything yeah. no, until you give me Well, double. I'm talking about the the Joe oh, character Joe, from Joe. from the junkyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that and he's like bye <laughs> Get the but, fuck out. but but even him he, yeah. he's like genuinely like a nice guy mm-hmm. like he could have sold him out right there like, but he's gosh. like no he's a, he, like he was a he was a tall man a skinny yeah. had a yeah. tattoo Too right yep. insect uh, uh, yep. uh, and uh I, I do love the interaction between uh Jesse Pinkman and um oh what is uh, Robert Forster's name no um I just call Lou. him oh, Ed. Lou oh Ed Ed, 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 Ed that's yeah that's Ed <laughs> uh, I love the interaction because like you you have this moment of um well even the introduction when he's introduced to us you have jesse going like you're the guy like yeah. i know you're the guy but he's just, just like looking. so stern yeah. and like uh, <laughs> so he just adheres to his rule so much so that's even like there's a little bit of tension there even though it's comedic yeah um and then just later on when he calls the cops and jesse i i love when this happens like you see a character being smart um, Vince is really good at this just like smart writing it's very logical when you're seeing it you're like oh like Jesse's right like he's making a lot of good points that make sense to the audience and you kind of start to believe him yeah. but at the same time you know it's kind of inevitable that a cop car is going to yeah. pull oh, yeah. up right outside well, like, yeah. that's also his thinking because he, he just got duped earlier yeah. just by yeah. those two guys exactly mm-hmm. so. but I, I like it's good thinking I, I can't even blame the character no. um, and that's what Vince does so well it's like he gives you a character that is written so strongly and so like smartly and cleverly, but is still it could go either it's way. still duped yeah. because of circumstances and like mm-hmm. the world around him. And um, yeah, I I also I liked uh, Todd's character too, like you mentioned. Yeah, that scene was probably my favorite scene. Uh, they're in the the desert burying that body, and oh my you know God. they find a little something special in the glove box. Yeah. Like, <gasps> and just Aaron like... Paul's face acting, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, you can act with that face, baby. Keep <laughs> acting with it. And I was like, oh, is that a tear? I, <gasps> oh. I'm also trying to point out like some points where like because we get a lot of flashbacks in yeah. this for mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. it's around certain points in time in, in the mm-hmm. series. So like, I'm trying to figure out like, oh. Where does this one end up with a certain like our mm-hmm. one of our last cameos that we have in the movie? Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm being very vague. I think I, I remember I do, that. I don't want to spoil yeah. this for anybody yeah. because I I, I I think I remember it happening though. I don't remember where. Um, because it, it has to deal. That's like oh, was this like season two season? Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. oh man, I, I it oh <laughs> it it just it wraps my brain. It just yeah. it just makes me so happy to see these people uh again, but at the same time having. It makes so sense in terms of the context mm-hmm. of where Jesse is in this in this story. Mm-hmm. So it it like especially in the beginning of the movie where it's like that it pays off at the yeah. end. You yeah. know, it's it's really nice. It's really fitting. I'm yeah. glad they went back to it because it, I I think that scene in particular even improves the the series as a whole because um it just adds more weight to that like dynamic and that relationship. So. I did hear that Vince is interested in movies, and maybe this will be inspiring to him to get into that business. Oh man! More film, more film. Bring it on! Yeah. I, 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 I love him for it, but like I, he's also have, he has to get away from the the, 
the Breaking Bad universe now. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I want him to move away from it, but at the but same time, it's so it, good, no. yeah. I, and I want more. Uh, like, I want to see what else he's capable of, but he just does such an amazing Chances job with this. He's been like, one last meth deal, <laughs> and then I'll quit. <laughs> one last go. <laughs> just a little more <laughs> Sweet, oh. sweet meth. <laughs> there, I think probably my favorite line in this movie uh, comes toward the end, and it has to do with uh, Jesse's education and mm. his uh, like diploma slash graduation status. Like yeah. I, I love the interaction yeah. in that conversation mm-hmm. because it it there's so much like presupposition on one part of the characters that kind of like it, it paints a picture of their relationship as a whole of like kind of underestimation and then growing to be mm-hmm. uh, more partnered. Yeah, and you get a look at how Jesse's matured throughout the series. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a character that really has had a journey mm-hmm. and, like, completely changed. He, he's he's the most evolved out mm-hmm. of out of everyone. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I was I was so happy. If I could end anything on, 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 about this movie, yeah. I can just say this. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And with that, I guess we continue on. Oh, let's see what else I got. Twenty One movies. down, and thirty to go. Uh, be, 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 Take be, a be. shot every bat movie, and you'll be good on this. These How many quick. Infinity Stones <laughs> do you have, Matt? These will be quick. These will be quick. I got. Yeah, uh, I got yeah. five. We hear five that movies. every week. Okay. Don't don't say okay. We hear that every so, week. I, I, I actually thought I. How many Ad Astras? <laughs> oh wait, no, I got six. Arby's in space. How, how much poop? <laughs> Arby's in space. I forgot. I got six movies. Pirate space. <laughs> oh, okay, God. so. Uh, I thought I had talked about these last time, but it's impossible <laughs> with the way the times worked out. So yeah. I could have put this in Shut Up Weeb. It's Abominable 3D. Ah. This is from DreamWorks. Oh, same... you saw this shit? Yeah, it's it doesn't good. look like shit. It doesn't Wait, look... am I thinking of the wrong thing? You might be Isn't thinking another... of Smallfoot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Smallfoot. That, that was from last You're year. You're right. <laughs> no, Abominable, it's good. It's from uh, DreamWorks, but the same studio that did How to Train Your Dragon. And you do kind of get that vibe a little bit. It looked, <laughs> it looked wonderful in 3D. I gotta say they used the depth effect super well. Um, it, it it's kind of slow to start, but it really does pick up by the end, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the character, central character, is a like a teenage girl living in China, and she's a violinist. Um, but her her dad had passed away, and she's kind of like lost interest in a lot of things in her life and then you know something happens with this snow creature this yeti um that inspires her to to find more of what's out there so it's you know it's not deep it's still a kid's movie but it's more thoughtful than probably like the trailers and the marketing made it seem and it's actually a lot of fun and it's uh pretty funny Hmm. Uh, it's a co-production with uh, a chinese company i believe and so there's like a lot of uh, Chinese tourism, like visit China, but no, but it works well. Like the way, the way they play it in the movie works really well. You might not well. want it now. I don't know about now. <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that, that's so weird. Like China related, China yeah. and Blizzard related, <laughs> abominable. Ooh, that's true. Oh, speaking of China and Blizzard, I, my next movie is uh, The Climbers. This, this was marketed as, as a Jackie Chan movie. Uh-huh. It's not really. He makes a cameo for five seconds at the end. Um, but it does. Hey, Jackie, what kind of ice cream do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we got that. Roll credits. <laughs> no, so this is, a, this is an IMAX movie that 
is performing. It's it's one of three movies that came out like last week you in China <laughs> um, to promote their like big holiday. It's um, the seventieth anniversary of like the People's Republic of China. Okay. And yay, Thorn <laughs> Boo! I don't know what to reply to that. Well, you know, yay for the people, boo maybe for the government. <laughs> yay <laughs> for communism. <laughs> uh, and uh, but this movie. It, it, it's one of three movies that came out for National Week that are kind of propagandish. The other ones are <laughs> just a little, just a smidge. The other ones are very propagandish. This one is is somewhat not that much, not enough to be distracting to me personally. But there are you know definitely moments. Pretty much the thesis of it is let's be the first country to summit Mount Everest from the northern side and show the world. Um, the strength, the strength of the Chinese, mm. like that's the thesis, and um, it's just so over dramatic. The score does not stop working like overtime; it is overkill. But at the same time, there are like goofy moments of just bonkers action that's completely inaccurate to what actually happened. Um, but it was kind of fun to watch, like just stupid ways that these characters could come up with for combating the the wintry conditions and like the high winds like they all strap themselves to a ladder and like tie the ladder to a rock and then you see it like moving up and down back and forth um and one of the first instances of it getting goofy which i appreciated is um it's just a goofy romp through. <laughs> they're doing like an the obstacle. Biggest mountain in the world. They're, they're doing. They're doing like army training, and they're doing an obstacle course. And somebody's like, somebody's like, um, I need you to do it in under three minutes. And all the characters are like, under three minutes? That's impossible. And then like somebody <laughs> comes out from from off screen and pushes everyone aside and is like, here, allow me. And he just like blitzes through the obstacle course in like a super ridiculous fashion like it does so many camera tricks of like a zoom in it's like a fast and furious whenever they like um when they drift, pull on they the clutch drift. or or yeah. drift and they do that like that high speed zoom in <laughs> it's it's so silly um but it, it's not good and so a lot of people it feels like it's wasted potential because there actually is like an interesting story to be told here um the chinese first climbed it in 1960 but there, there was no photographic evidence of them mounting the summit, so it wasn't official, basically. And so they returned to it in 1975. And there's, like, a good story that could be told there, but this wasn't it. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit Fast and Furious-ish. And uh, next we got Rambo, Last Blood. Oh. This was stupid. <laughs> this was also like like a two star movie. It it didn't feel like a movie. This felt more like a tech demo oh, for God. Rambo's killing machines, because the first half is like kind of set up. Um, he he loses his like daughter, but not his biological daughter. It's Rambobo? just like sur- surrogate Rambina? daughter. Yeah, surrogate exactly. It's um it's Rambella. I don't even know whose daughter it is because it's not the maid's daughter either. But there is a maid who's like taking I, care of her. I've had this movie spoiled for me. Yeah, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make. A, it doesn't make you a lot can of spoil sense. Spoil it. I and, don't care. And, and she she gets in rough with the Mexican cartel or or human traffickers, and uh, she eventually gets killed. And that sets up Rambo on his journey. That sets up the second act of the movie. Notice that there's no third act. They just dropped that completely. <laughs> they just went nope. It's like eighty minutes long, and so wow. the, the second act is. 
uh, Rambo, he goes back home and he draws the Mexican cartel to his ranch home. He's like, hey, you guys. <laughs> this is my house. I have to defend it. And and he booby traps the whole place. It's like the most twisted version of Home Alone. Mm-hmm. The goriest um, death traps you'll see. There's like a spike pit. Oh, and some of it is set to the doors five to one. Mm-hmm. And it, uh. it's not a very good it's it's a good choice of song but it just doesn't really fit the scene as much as you want it to mm-hmm. and it's it's just like celebrating the glorious deaths of these people <laughs> and it's like i thought rambo was about like ptsd and love and, and friendship oh, you haven't even seen the pre the, no, the sequels no. have you i have not yeah, oh, well, they, just jumped they, in they hint at it for like one uh one sentence <laughs> in this whole screenplay and then it's never mentioned again and the movie ends with um He's like sitting on a rocking chair in his ranch. He does like some dumbass voiceover that's like, I'm always going to protect the ones I love. And then the credits roll, and the credits are imposed over like a greatest hits clip show of, of all the Rambo, all the other Rambo movies. And it's like, does it have one of him like turning a, a guy into hamburger meat when he turns <laughs> a, a, a machine gun on him? Oh, I don't think so. Oh, that was glorious. There, there that was, was a Rambo 4. There was some of that in this movie. Um, it, it was gorier than I thought it'd be. He like rips open someone's clavicle, Yay! and is like, um, he like mm. clutches it out of their chest. Oh, I wish someone would do that to me. Like, but is when, anyone else turned on right now? No? I mean, you're, you're uh, two points away from there. Mm. <laughs> what's, what's weird is that when he does it, he's like asking the guy, like, um, give me this information or I'll break it. And I'm like, it's already break broken. What? Break what? <laughs> it's like you're holding it in your talk. hand. <laughs> This man's already critically wounded. Oh, and but just going back to the clip show thing, it's like you know your movie can't stand alone if that's how you end it. Hey, but you went to go see it. I what? Well, <laughs> it also doesn't sound like the a finale for this character. No, he's as well. gonna be back. He sells movies. Maybe we'll see. Oh, but uh, so that was dumb. Two but, more by my calculations. Uh, yes, two more, <laughs> and the then five. Yes, yes, two more. Uh, the next one is War. This is a Bollywood movie. What is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. Say it again. My favorite song from the Small Soldiers soundtrack. <laughs> small Soldiers. Uh, small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Underrated classic. Is that what we're watching tonight? No. Ooh, Future Watch, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? For Dad Week. Coming for soon. Dad, for uh, Nostalgia Week. Dad Week. Yeah. <laughs> Things Dad forced you to watch. I, what are you talking about? He didn't force me to watch that. <sighs> you haven't lived my hell. I want to see action figures walking around trying to kill people. Come on, man. It's a good time. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Magakins or whatever they're called. What? The, what is that? The, Mon- the, the Montagues. It, no, no. It, it's it's the Commando Elite versus the Gorgonites. Gorgonites. Where are the from? Oh, well. The, the last Mogakins? <laughs> <laughs> like the last Mohicans? Uh, the last Gorgonites. Uh, this is not that movie. This this is war. It's a Bollywood movie. It's it's pretty silly again. I is it I've been watching a bunch of silly movies. I, I, every Bollywood movie it's is musical, is partly a musical. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's My so silly. Like at this point, they're really just trying to shoehorn all the song and dance routines in. <laughs> Because there's this one moment where um, I was like 20 minutes late and I, I, I miss like a good amount of stuff. I was like 25 minutes late. but um, You tend to lose the plot when that happens. Yeah. But I kind of liked it in this instance because it made the movie jarring. 
because there are there are quick cuts. Only you could spin that around to be a positive. No, I I did like it. There are quick cuts between like different time periods, and you kind of don't really know which time period you're looking at until uh, context clues come up later. So that was jarring to me at the beginning, but then I was into it. And um, yeah, there's this one moment where like it seems like it's really gonna go somewhere. Um, there's like an army captain that's like. Uh, you know, I, I know your past talking to a soldier like I know your past and I didn't really trust you for a while. But you know what? Now you're part of the team and uh, good job. You made it. And then it's like a good moment and you expect it to the plot to continue from there. But it just devolves into a song and dance with like the main characters, <laughs> oh, like no. shirtless um, in like a club, but also outside and. Honestly, their dance moves are impressive, but I really didn't need to see it as part of the movie. But whatever. Mm. That's that's the culture, and I, I like it for what it is. And then once the song and dance is over, they're like still kind of mid-dance, and then one character gets a call. And they're like, oh, we need you. Like something crazy just went down. So then they make eye contact to everybody else who's like dancing, and they're like, all right, we're on it. But this this movie, it's two and a half hours long. It's Bollywood. Um, but it was actually pretty good. There's lots of action lots of walking away from explosions it's like five different movies mashed into one like i could mm-hmm. i felt some fast and furious of course some a lot of mission impossible some uh uh not not really much true lies maybe a little bit towards the end but uh there was there was one other movie you really made me think of but yeah it, they pull it oh and face off <laughs> Because there, <laughs> there actually is a big plot uh, thread involving swapping faces. Oh, no. oh I love it. I know. It's, <laughs> it's like so many things wrapped in one. And it handles it, for the most part, pretty competently. And there, it's well choreographed. Like, I don't really have that many complaints about it. Just, it's not, like, it's an action movie. It, you're you're going to get, like, some... some uh, short shrifting of certain characters and some story but if you want action this this really delivers and it's i think it's one of i think it's the first time that these two like leading action guys in india like are on screen together or like are really face to face in the lead mm. so it's it's pretty good and there there are twists and turns quite a few plot twists it, it keeps you interested only bollywood could combine every genre of film <laughs> into yeah, one it's mm-hmm. insane but uh i i liked it i, I had kind of a kick out of it uh, that's war. Next was uh, this is a movie, another war movie, but very different, very very different in tone. Um, this was one I actually forgot to mention last time because I didn't go to an AMC for it. Actually, mm. wasn't playing at any AMC's. I'm gonna tell. <laughs> oh no, my, my membership. <laughs> AMC card. Uh, my union card. <laughs> this is uh, this is a Latin movie, um, I believe, by a Colombian filmmaker called Monos. And, and the hands of fate. <laughs> was, that was the Latin lover too. Yeah. Uh, somebody else made that joke too. About one Another else. person that yeah. I will, you know, like to talk with have on this podcast, maybe. <laughs> I think it was a fifteen year old on my on my Discord server. My oh. type of humor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, uh no Monos, it's it's great. It's the English translation is monkeys, but I don't think that really cares or that really matters. Um this was a a dreadful movie. Like it was full of dread. It, it's Judge Dread. <laughs> he does not make an appearance. Damn it! Um, but 
it's it's a lot of tension handled really well. It's like uh, this group of, these group of children in a war torn. This is part. what you wanted to see. You you showed us the trailer for it. Oh re- yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. And the I said this is gonna be vibes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, really beautifully shot. And the cinematography is great for these like mountainous these like hills and forests. Um, and yeah, it's this group of kids that are not really civilized they're they're not part of civilization or anything they're in this war-torn part of the country and they um they're put in charge of keeping a a white doctor hostage and there's lots of tense moments there like of her trying to escape and you know them catching her and punishing her but it's it's not really torture porn or anything like that which i appreciate but there are so many like terrible awful things that happen here that even though it's not like torture porn there's not like gore much but it has you thinking that the worst could happen at any moment and it's not just her trying to escape there's also like one or two of the kids that are like done with the lifestyle and they want to escape, but the other uh, other kids don't really give them a chance. It's kind of like Lord of the Flies-ish. Like, you're just looking oh, at teenagers. I was just about to say, I was getting those vibes from the trailer. Yeah, it's like Lord of the Flies meets Apocalypse Now. Um, just really well done, though. And the acting is phenomenal. It's incredible. I think it's like a bunch of unknowns. They were put through, like, rigorous military training. And, and it... Like it doesn't feel like you're watching a movie when this is on screen. It feels like like almost documentary ish, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. But it has a, a good ending. I kind of was left wanting more. It's short, but it's a tiny bit hopeful. And yeah, I, I really recommend it. Mm-hmm. One of one of my favorite movies from this year. Mm-hmm. That's it for that. Well, Le- we've got one more big one to end. Leading on. into but another favorite movie of mine. Do you want to do that now? Well, or? We'll do it later. Uh, I haven't seen it, so you guys can, can right, talk about so it. All right. So Matt and I saw Joker. <laughs> And I actually really liked it. And yeah. I mean, I don't think as much as Matt, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. The cinematography was beautiful. Oh, acting yeah. by Joaquin is fabulous. Oh, yeah. And the thing that I'm most obsessed about this movie, besides shooting a Nork, where I was like, oh, yeah, I get that depressed vibe every day I go, <laughs> um, was the score. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with the score for this. So good. Yeah. But I'll keep it short and sweet. I think you have to go see it because me, who doesn't like superhero movies at all, really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's really more of a character study. It's like a. Yeah. It's an offbeat psychodrama mm-hmm. or like a psycho thriller. Mm-hmm. I, will, um, I will bring up that uh, no one in the right mind expects me to believe a universe where everyone knows the lyrics to Send in the Clowns. And that's true. This doesn't that's exist fair. unless you're me or an aging Desiree Armfeld, honestly. <laughs> the Marilyn Manson version? No. <laughs> that's true. I, that might be where they got it from. And I was like, <laughs> these people would never know these lyrics. <laughs> they are not me. They would, know, <laughs> they would know some of it, but definitely not a. They knew not every a, word, yeah. word for word. Now, now, from what I hear, this takes place in the 80s? Yes, 1981. It, is there any... Is, is there, I didn't, I thought it was like in just some timeless realm. It does feel like yeah. it. It feels like 70s, yeah. 80s. It's got that vibe. Does it give any context as to why it, it would be set there? You know, I think it's just a choice. Like in terms yeah. of political climate? I mean, Maybe. since it's in a fictional city, there's definitely it's a political movie. But um, it, it's Gotham, so it could have taken place at any time period. That mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Um yeah, I don't. I'm not. Sh- I couldn't tell you why they really went with '80s. Maybe just more so to emulate that like taxi driver vibe, mm-hmm. or just so that they wouldn't have to. 
I mean, the set design is fantastic. It works really well for the movie. And I don't think they really wanted to introduce modern problems like smartphones and things like that. Mm -hmm. I I just don't think it's like part of their vision. It wouldn't work as well as uh, putting it in this time period. Hashtag Joker. Hashtag Joker. (laughs) It's so good. this, This is my favorite movie of the year so far. Wow. Like... High praise. It's really there are moments where it's not subtle, which you kind of yeah. would expect coming from a comic I it was book or, or hero from movie. Standpoint, but there are I some things that aren't though. Yeah, well, well, I would say like in terms of the director behind this, it's it's a different approach from like from what, what he's usually oh, done. Yeah. Hangover, like, ha- Hangover Two, Hangover Three. Yep. Uh, the road trip. It's like, oh, yep. there's an Artur in there somewhere. Um, what else? Um, what's but, that college movie that he did? <laughs> college uh, movie. Old school. It's old school. <laughs> I, and, and, you know, I, I like a lot of his older flicks just yeah. because those those resonate with me. And I grew up with those movies, and mm-hmm. I accept them for what they are. I think they're pretty funny. Oh, That's yeah. just me. I like the kind of like you know like uh, uh, raunchy level of humor you know mm-hmm. that 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 took place back then. I think for this being a new approach to his kind of directing style, I uh, I praise him for it. Mm-hmm. Not having seen the film, mm-hmm. so but like taking a new approach in terms of uh, your direction and how you want to try to appeal to a different mass audience. Well, I don't like his reasoning for it though. Yeah, he, oh. he's been making some comments. He's like, well. <laughs> I, I, I want to make comedy, <laughs> yeah. but I'm I'm gonna offend everyone. Now, well, I kind of agree with him on that because because there's there a lot of people there there are quite a few people that that, that I mean I, I talked about this last time you know when I talked about Dave Chappelle's uh, stand up uh, where like a lot of people just want to call you out on on shit yeah. for for whatever reason because you don't agree with this joke that's like, fair like, but a lot of people their argument is if you can't be funny without offending people then you're not funny that could be but i don't know it's 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 hard oh, to oh it's comedy i, I will say <laughs> would we be without comedy i will say it's hard i i've yet to see a movie that that really had me in stitches that that intentionally was a, meant to be a comedy movie nowadays. Bridesmaids had me in stitches. I hate that movie. Oh, I love. That I don't. Movie. I don't. I don't probably, find. That, I don't. I don't find that movie funny. That movie had me giggling. Probably Paul, Airplane for me. Oh, Airplane. I mean, too, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like yeah, in recently. Term, oh, recently. recently. Oh, well. I don't think there's a lot of Schindler's List. Good. Oh, that, <laughs> no, that, never mind. That's hysterical. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him shooting you. <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh. You said to yourself, it was a joke. Uh, see, yeah, it's cut. See that? That's comedy. You know, like I could, like I can say that without. Inten- you won't be on SNL any day soon. <laughs> well, well, nobody wants to be on SNL. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but to your, back to you. I mean, I, I may not like it as his reasoning, but I'm glad with the result. I'm super happy with it. Joke. I mean, it's not perfect, but I just so much of what it's going for appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Like specifically, and apparently a lot of other people too. I just I love it. It is polarizing. Some people, some people hate it, and some people just say, "Well, it's nothing special. It's just Scorsese ish or esque." And I'm I'm like, okay, but when was the last time that was applied to a superhero or villain? Mm -hmm. Come on, it's kind of new. And even we should still be celebrating it for that. We we shouldn't admonish people. Be like, leave the Scorsese to the Scorsese, because then you know when when he's gone, what are we gonna do? But (laughs) But anyway, this was this was fantastic. It was a delight. Um, I loved uh, I loved the character choices. That's probably my favorite bit of it. Mm. Um, some of which was improvised by Joaquin, and uh, it just it adds it really fleshes out this character, and I, I like so much of it. I I guess I could say because it's in the trailer, like um, 
his laughing is kind of a, mm-hmm. a point of this. Mm-hmm. Um, they explain it pretty well, and his um, his dancing. That's not explained his at all. Interpretive dancing, but I love the character trait. But as I told mm-hmm. Matt, I often break down in a Nork public restroom and do an interpretive dance in front of the mirror, <laughs> and I'm just fine with him. It's so good. It just <laughs> adds so much to the vibe. Um, Joaquin says he he uh, he. He loved playing the character, and I, every bit of that really comes, comes to life on screen. It was a great performance, mm. and yeah, I, I hope the movie lives on for a while. Uh, we'll see if it fades away in pop culture, but I, I hope not. Mm. It was, mm, that's it for me. <laughs> I've got one. Okay. How many do you have? I've got about three. Okay, I'll make mine quick. I watched a Shane Dawson series so far. There's been three episodes. I don't know if I count this as a movie, but it's going in my the, movie phone segment. the Jeffrey... Uh, the Beautiful World of Jeffrey Star and others. And I think it's really interesting. As I mentioned previously, I think Shane Dawson is a, a budding documentarian. And the way he films these and edits these videos are really interesting. We're learning about um, kind of where Jeffrey is at during this whole James Charles debate and his makeup empire that's been more successful due to Shane's first video. Um, then we get the secrets of the beauty world with Jeffree Star, and I realized that the beauty world is something that we have to latch on to because his highest grossing palette raised $18 million, and this is just one palette wow. that Woo! sold out in seconds. Jesus. And um, Shane is making first, and then Jeffrey gives him an estimate, like, if I give you 35 to 40%, and he seems really, like, cool with Shane, like, you know, their interactions. They've, it seems they've it made seems a few like a videos friendship. together. Yeah, well, it seems like a real friendship. Um, and I don't know if I can believe that, but at the same time, it seems believable. <laughs> and he gives, he says, Shane, basically, if you do this, you can make $5 million like that. And I'll give you all the profits <laughs> for that. Wow. And he, they seem really cool. And then today was, uh, yesterday was the Dangerous World of Jeffree Star, where we learned that a million dollars in product was stolen from Jeffree's warehouse. Yeah, I heard mm-hmm. about that. And uh, it was kind of just put on blast now, because I think they're going to release the the palette after these all these videos have premiered because that would only make sense mm-hmm. but it's just interesting how much money is in this industry industry <laughs> and how effective it is because i'm really interested it's like bingeable and these hours fly by with this editing and you get like bits Damn. of shane's life bits of jeffrey's life so i'm just all down for that that's nice. the only movie i have is each cool. one like an hour and a half hour hour okay yeah so three hours so far Okay, so uh, I guess well, th- mine will kind of like fly by. I mean, we already talked about one of mine. Um, uh, I rewatched uh, American Horror. Uh, I mean, American Horror. <laughs> American <laughs> Psycho. Unbated breath. <laughs> American Psycho for like the umpteenth time. Nice. I, I now just, listen to the musical. I I just I love this movie. I love that movie it's, too. It's it's such like a great character study, mm-hmm. and I I want to see like a deep dive uh, just into the character that is patrick bateman why not joker that that (laughs) it's there there i can see some similarities yeah there there, there's just so much good that's in this movie and christian bale who's like i think he's like in his early 20s at this point and like he's just like on the rise to being a star yeah um this is prior get out my fucking lights you're in the fucking way (laughs) trying to see with voice in the background here um this dick cake (laughs) (laughs) um but man it's 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 just a solid movie you know it's um probably a future watch here who knows (laughs) probably what we're watching today it's it's not i wouldn't talk about it (laughs) ghosts and ghouls and trappings ah american psycho (laughs) 
I just I don't know it, it it it's also one of those things where it's like I can easily laugh at it at the same time where I can feel like yeah. uneasy about the it. The book is also good. I I've been wanting to like check out the book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh and and I like where you know like being this came out in what two thousand mm-hmm. where and the this also this good too. this came, like that's set in the eighties mm-hmm. it it fits nice in terms of like the style and like it almost makes you think like it came out in the eighties mm-hmm. too. So it's. It really has that kind of quality, so I I, 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 I still love it to this day. Like mm. it'll it'll never it'll it'll don't watch the sequel. It it oh, I've I've watched <laughs> Sorry, the sequel. That that's awful. That should not exist. Oh um, boy, I feel like I knew about that, but it's in the recessed uh, chambers of, of my mind. Yeah, like the hypothalamus. And you brought that up. Shatner's best performance. No yeah, hippocampus. Um, but uh, Got my brain parts wrong. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, next one up, Matt, you've talked about this on previous episode. Paddleton. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I Paddington? Paddle, no, Paddleton. Paddleton. This was uh, this? Mark, his war cousin? Mark Duplass. <laughs> du- yeah, Mark, yeah. This is yeah, Mark Duplass and uh, Ray Romano. Um, yeah, so this... this <laughs> Netflix is, movie. This this is from the, you know, the Duplass brothers, Mark and his brother. Um, I think his brother's name's Tom? No, Jay. Or Jay, sorry. Um <laughs> I I I love this movie, and I, I and it, it just it speaks to my testament where like I I love uh, him and his brother like the way they 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 make their films. Mm-hmm. They're just so low budget, and they're oh, yeah. and they're and they're easy to make, um, well scripted, but at times that they can just like go right off right off the the, the script and just like do their own thing. Yep. But for this, like, uh, it it really just helps show the relationship between him and Ray. Because like it's it's in the beginning of the movie where like you see like diagnosis or like what's happening here, and it's 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 kind of devastating to a little de- for 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 you almost like the viewer not so much for them or at least it doesn't show too much yeah but like it's also quirky exactly and it's, it, it's like a nice cold open to a movie, and you just see that relationship build throughout the course of it. It, it kind of uh, puts you in the mindset of like maybe not taking it so seriously. Or yeah, because it gets like, you in the mindset of the characters who try to avoid it. Uh huh. And, and like you know, deep down, like they're feeling something. Even even uh, Ray Romano kind of echoes that a little later on in the movie. Yeah. You know, but like they're they're so natural in their performances. Like mm-hmm. like and you and you you buy that these guys know each other for x amount of time and that yeah. they're friends and that they have this routine like day after day. <laughs> And I love it. I and you know I, I don't want to spoil it. You know I I think it's I think it's a really well made movie, and I actually felt something. I, I think I almost cried at the end of the movie too. Yeah. You know it's a it's 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 really good, and I think it's one of Ray Romano's best performances. I think you should do more movies like this because I think this comes this comes from like um, right after he did the Big Sick too. He was, oh, he was in that. Yeah, he was. I um, remember him in that. Yeah, it, it's uh, he's he was the father with um, uh, Holly Hunter um, to. Uh, when she was in the coma, you know, huh. yeah, wow, he, he was he was prominent in that movie. Yeah, uh, did yeah. you guys? Uh, you, I watched see it? it. Well, I watched it on a plane. Oh, okay. So maybe <laughs> that you might probably fell asleep. <laughs> um, I don't have eyes, so. but uh, but no, I, I and I, I hope he does. I I, I really want to see more of it. You know, or just him, and then like, and just more Mark Duplass movies. Like yeah. like I I right now I'm trying to go back and watch a uh, Creep Two. You know, uh, and like that's a movie that has. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean, I mean, we we're talking about like you know how scary movies or or like uh, found footage movies just aren't yeah. like what they kind of like started off to be, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, that one's yeah, 
but two the original I, creep is scary too i know i i love creep yeah. one uh, uh but two i still have to check out but uh and there's there's still a couple of movies of this I, I still need to watch uh there's one with him and uh What's her name from oh, uh, the, the the Hands Maiden Hands Maiden <laughs> Tale? Oh, um, 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 mm, mm. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. But I don't yeah, know the movie. I was like, mm. I don't know the movie though. Uh, yeah, there's there's that, and I think there's another one called I think it's like uh, Blue Jay or something like that. But like, I I, I just they're pretty I, prolific. I just I love his movies. Um, yeah. uh, and I, I yeah you know, I, and and this one just really shines. I I I, I dig it. Yeah, uh, it's so muted in its approach, but mm-hmm. it's it. It really it's simple. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of simple, uh, between two ferns, the movie. Oh, I, this oh, is on my list. I can't believe I haven't I seen see this yet. yet. It was next on my list. Scott Ackerman, baby. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I, I like it quite a bit. Nice. I'm glad. I love that show. Um, I need to rewatch it though because it was more of those like I kind of had it in the background watching because yeah. it, it kind of feels like that at yeah. times. Like I, we we've all watched like clips or yes, like episodes. videos or like mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from the internet. So it kind of like just takes that where it's like. It's self-aware of itself, and it makes it. You know, Zach Galifianakis is a character of, of himself as well, like mm-hmm. as he does in many things, and he's just doing that kind of like monotone, like straight-faced yeah. look about him, <laughs> and as he's just like, saying all these like obnoxious things to uh, celebrities. Nice, uh, Paul, like. Paul Rudd's there, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. uh, Brie Larson. Ooh, Keanu, just, he's having a moment. Just, just, just to name a few, and I love how like insulting, like the the back and forth is. <laughs> They're quick, like celebrities really just come and go. Matthew Matthew McConaughey, I think, is one of the longest ones. I think he mm-hmm. he I has. Think he was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it kind of just sets up where it's like it's a road trip of like interviewing uh, celebrities. Okay, and yeah, it and it's. It's it's fun. It's 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 funny. You know, it it doesn't really overstay its welcome. Mm. There's kind of an arc that's going on here with Zach with Zach Galifianakis, and uh, yeah, and that's that's really that's really about it. Mm. You know, that's I I'd say you know it's a quick watch. About mm. it's under an, it's under a half hour, maybe an hour twenty. Yeah. I would say, and uh, if you if you're into that, go watch it. It's, awesome. it's, it's, it's on my list. It's, it's it, if anything, it's like a clip show. Yeah. I, I I would say. Hey, that's great. Every, every, everybody just has a, a nice, like, uh, a nice comedic uh, thing going on. That's mm. good. I don't know if there's any other way to make this movie. <laughs> no, no. I think I think it works right there. You could probably put it up online and be like, "Yo, here it yeah, is." Here it is. Yeah. Kind of a Bo Burnham thing, just where it's like, it. "Here it's on YouTube." Oh, here it's on a uh, Funnier Die and mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Is that all the movies? That's all of them. Bang, we watched bang. them all. Court clothes, <sighs> trot on the boards. Any theater news? Uh, I guess by the time this goes up, I guess I guess maybe today. Who knows? Today, uh, last performance for Chess <laughs> Woo! tonight at eight. Quick. C- CDC <laughs> get Theater. Get there! It's happening now. Get, get, as the episode's posted. Get your tickets at cdctheater.org. Uh, probably like twenty five bucks a pop. I think we're cl- uh, closing in at capacity, so who knows? We had a good show last night. It's be bumping. Oh yeah. And uh, I'll be getting drunk tonight. That's for sure. If not on this podcast. Hey, we're gonna have a long weekend. Baby. <laughs> we may miss one day. <laughs> but uh, and uh, yeah, and I, I think I've already announced that mm-hmm. I'm in Elf the Elf the Musical, mm-hmm. and I got another audition next week. So I'll be keeping myself perf- um um. Uh, keep myself on my toes. Yep. It's a nice Ooh. play. It's a, it's a, it's a farce that, that 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 was in the city uh, about a uh, back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't I won't say right now because I haven't auditioned yet. So okay. who knows? No problem. 
And I bought my company ticks, so I'm ready for March. Gender bent company. Nice. Pilopone and um, the one girl from the band's visit. Kier, I'm going to mispronounce are, it. Care. Are tickets on sale for Music Man? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I'll get back to you. I think they are, because one of my friends asked me. I really want to see, see that. I wish it was Norm Lewis. So it's Hugh Jackman and uh, and um, Sutton Foster. Yeah. But I wish it was Norm Lewis. I love Norm Lewis. Yeah, they did it at Cine Center, and I was very, you know, oh well. The you Wells know, Fargo wagon is a coming down. Gee, I hope there's something for me. He's a music man. He's a music man. What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you talk? Matt is just like I'm gonna leave now. I, I, I think I've seen that. I know someone. Big little talk a little. Big little talk a little. Chip chip chip. I know someone who did that for an audition, and I laughed in the face. They're just schizophrenic. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I'm playing someone who's schizophrenic. I'm going to sing all 60 parts of um, Rock, Little Rock, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I forget where. I think I watched a middle school version of The Music oh Man. Oh my god. I Barry pray for your Indiana. soul. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was okay. Oh, you're too generous. Well, that's all the theater news I have. Disc Jockeys, our final segment. We finally arrived. Anyone got music news to share? I got nothing. I got something. Um, the Euphoria score Ooh. is intoxicating and you all need to listen to it because Labyrinth has put his heart and soul into this and I think it is the best score come out in a generation's time. It's been on repeat every single darn day in this house. What did you say? <laughs> Labyrinth? Labyrinth. Or Labyrinth. It's like L-A-B-R-I-N-T-H. I was about to say, Labyrinth. like, forget about Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I think it's a, a flawless album. You really need to listen to it. Nice. Um, well, i got to watch the show first. Oh, yeah, you need to do that, too. And also, I've been listening to John Cameron Mitchell's uh, podcast album, uh, Anthem Humunculus. Um, it's basically... That sounds ridiculous. It is. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of like Hedvig, but set in like a Midwest politician-y kind of sort of area. And it's got Cynthia Ivrio who we're going to catch in uh, Tubman this year, and that's got Pia Lapone, who is my favorite Broadway diva extraordinaire. And she did all her recording from a hotel room while she was doing company in London, and it sounds flawless. Cool. Nice. Um, I highly recommend it. And that's my music news. All right. Well, there's a ton of albums that came out uh, in the past like week or two. I haven't really listened to them much, though. But um, I guess on my list is uh, Jamie by Brittany Howard. We also got You Know What I'm Saying by Danny Brown, All Mirrors by Angel Olsen, Ode to Joy by Wilco, <laughs> Ghostine. This was a surprise release by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, which oh, is I love awesome. Them. I love them. Uh, Deceiver by Dive. Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson, which uh, I think you might like, John. Maybe now I have I'm to not list sure. All these. <laughs> and uh, another surprise drop. I think this is a soundtrack. Uh, closer to Gray by Chromatics, which is kind of funny because you get me closer to, <laughs> to Gray. gray. <laughs> they uh, they've been teasing their album Tommy for probably close to a decade now and they still haven't dropped it. <laughs> and everyone's waiting and nodding, baiting breath. Wait a minute. Has anyone listened to The Wall? Yeah. By Pink Floyd? Yeah. 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 Garbage, right? And then Tommy the Musical, <laughs> also garbage. But a lot of people love that show. I right. like it. Our Arbiter was in Tommy. Uh, Did I ask? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it was really good. People had fun. I'm sure, Mark. I'm sure, Chan. <laughs> No one left the stage. <laughs> no one got up and vomited. <laughs> it was a good night for all. 
Well, well speaking of a good night for all. <laughs> did we finish on a normal hour? <laughs> an hour 15? Kind of. I mean, that's that. good. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's a normal podcast length. Nice. <laughs> People can listen to it now. <laughs> Before we go, tell our audience where you can find us on social media. Uh, you can find me over at Junior over on Instagram or Men Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. Or you can follow my video game podcast, Inside the Gamer's Stronghold, with my friend and co-host, uh, Jason Reinertson. And, you know, it's a podcast. Uh, weekly every Tuesday about gaming news and uh, now I think I can say that we're going to have a, an episode with me and John coming Yay. coming up who knows yeah. we we equally have some time off coming up so we'll we'll find some time maybe. one day one, <laughs> you got two days two well yeah that could work yeah, yeah. so who knows yeah. <laughs> stay tuned for that mm. um, you can find me also in a Bollywood war on my Instagram <laughs> at losingmymindjk Drink and read JK on Twitter. Or you can find my other podcasts with my friend Dan Ryan, Anime Was Not a Mistake, where we're currently, tomorrow, going to conclude Satoshi Kon versus Momoro Hisada before heading off into the unknown into our season three. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you could find me, but I don't know if you would want to because <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. You had to do it, didn't you? I had to. This is oh, all this boy was saying during oh, the movie. Oh, he's got damage written on his head. <laughs> that was going to be my is intro, but I forgot. Is this a condom? Why did you send me one of these? <laughs> or a dead rat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Joker. <laughs> Love that Joker. <laughs> Lovable scamp. Thank you for listening to Nightcaps at the Theater. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us this evening, as much as we had with you. If you're not too hungover, or haven't thrown up on your cat yet, please be so kind to rate, review, and subscribe to us on various podcast platforms. Oh, it looks like Matt's passed out in a bag full of McDonald's and John's swinging a wine bottle at me. I guess it's time for me to get going. Good night, everyone, and make sure to tip your Uber driver.